Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Up in the morning at the break of day, you'll hear a big bearded cowboy at the chuck wagon say, Gather round, boys, the coffee's hot on the fire. There's a full day of branding. We're heating the irons. I want to smell that scorched hair and burning high. The horses are grain, boys. They're ready to ride. Roll up your bed rolls and jump in your boots. Daylight is awaiting, boys. It's out of the chute. Come on and ride, cowboy, ride. Roll up your riettas and pull your sombrero down Get ready to be at your best. Let's saddle them ponies and tighten the cinch. Pull on your gloves and take your hat off the fence. We'll get the cattle to market and after they're sold, you can all let your hair down, get lazy your bold. Ride to the town and find a lady or two to take you by the arms and shake the dust off your boots. Come on and ride, cowboy, ride. Roll up your riettas and pull your That's Ride Cowboy Ride by Riders in the Sky. In Nashville, Tennessee, I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining us in Albuquerque is our dynamic co-hostess, Miss Bobby Bell. Did I say that right, Bobby? Co-hostess? <laughs> uh, yeah, co-host. I uh, Probably. I don't know that you've okay. ever said that before, but we can always try something new. <laughs> well, that's right. That's right. Hey, we're looking forward to, by the way, we're looking forward to having Ranger Doug and Too Slim with us next week on the show. So that's going to be yes, a lot of fun. That will be. A lot of fun. We'll be featuring there. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say we're going to be featuring their new album, Throw a Saddle on the Stars. So it's going to be a lot of t- fun to visit with them. It's been five years since their last album, Bobby, and I was thinking about that. It's like they were on the show when their last album just came out, and it's been five years already. That's unbelievable. And that and that marked their 40th anniversary too, I think. So I was about. It's about time that we had a new album, actually, from Writers in the Sky. <laughs> it is about time. It is about time. But we have a phenomenal, phenomenal show today. Who's joining us on the Campfire Cafe? Well, in this first hour, we are going to have a delightful conversation with Cowboy Dan. He's standing by. And who do we have in the second hour? Oh, our good buddy, Mr. Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister, is going to be joining us for Saddle Up America And so we're going to have a lot of fun on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network today 
with both the Campfire Cafe and Settled America. But right now, let's take a listen to a great song from Cowboy Dan's album, Seasons. It's one called Good News. We'll be back in just a moment to talk with Cowboy Dan today on the Campfire Cafe. job done and do it right. Yeah, it's called agriculture, the American way. Shout every letter, no one does it better than the USA. Talking about good news, good news, and I won't have to bend your heart. You can listen with both ears about good things down on the farm. When you see a rancher or a farmer, thank you is what you say. winning Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We just heard good news, written and performed by today's guest, Cowboy Dan, from his album, Seasons. Today's featured guest, Cowboy Dan Harrell, has been described as Roy Rogers meets Mr. Rogers. Along with his trusty horse, Biscuit, children understand the importance of always learning something new every day through fun stories and songs. He teaches children that adults can be your friends. An advocate for the farmer and rancher, Cowboy Dan believes in American agriculture. This multi-talented entertainer shares his passion for agriculture through his television program, Cowboy Dan's Frontier, his music, educational programs, and public speaking. Reminding us to say thank you whenever you see a rancher or farmer, please welcome to Campfire Cafe, Cowboy Dan. Welcome. Well, thank you, Bobby. What a great introduction. That was just mighty fine. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hello, uh, Cowboy Dan. Pleasure. Welcome Gary, to the thank show. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here today. 
Well, great to have you. I've been looking forward to this for a while, and, uh, you know, we had scheduled you uh, about a month ago, and we had some technical problems, so thanks for coming back right. and being with us. Wow. Yeah. Well, so listen, so thank you. you. I, listen, I pre- appreciate you playing that that first song, Good News. That's kind of, you know, hearing it again, I don't listen to my music very often. <laughs> I can't hardly watch myself <laughs> on TV either, so. <laughs> but it just reminded me again of uh, what I really am about. You know, number one is I try to be an advocate for the American farmer and rancher, and what I—that's my TV show, Cowboy Dance Frontier. I tell—I right. repeat this line so so often that the you know when you see a farmer or a rancher, you say thank you, and that's in that song. But also that is the idea that the American farmer and rancher literally feeds and clothes the world. And our American agricultural system is the best in the world. And sometimes in the agricultural world, we get caught up in the bad news. We're always seem to having to put out fires. You know, somebody's saying this about bad about agriculture, this. But I wrote that song because I wanted to. I wanted to dwell on the good news. So thanks for playing that song. Well, you're welcome, and thanks for thanks for writing that song. And we're going to have a lot of fun playing several songs from the album Seasons today. But because we have an audience listening around the world, and uh, first time you've been on the show, so tell us just a little bit about how this West Texas guy ended up in Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee, with a with a Cowboy Dance Frontier show and all the work that you're doing with uh, Future Farmers and, and, and Farm Bureau and all the ag businesses that are around the country. Well, that's true. I've born and raised in west texas and uh still all my all my people are still out there i went i went out there last week and i try to get out there as often as i can i don't go nearly as often since my mother and father both passed away people will tell you that but it's true yeah. still got all my yeah. siblings out there i'm one of six but uh but they all still live out there so i make the rounds and try to see them and uh, west texas is still home i came up here to nashville like you know ten thousand other people with dreams of music and mostly to be a songwriter. I always tried to write songs. And um, anyway, the, the cowboy dance thing came because I got a degree from Abilene Christian University in agriculture. And so that's all okay. I've ever done. When I first got here, I worked for the Tennessee Farmers Co-op. I've worked for the Tennessee Beef Industry Council. I worked for the Farm Bureau. And now I work for UT Extension. I'm an extension agent in Nashville, Davidson County. Oh, wow. And, uh, Did not know so that. I'm all, yeah, I'm an extension agent and just love the work that I do. In fact, before the phone interview, I was at the Farm Bureau monthly meeting, Davidson County Farm Bureau. And so I'm in touch with the ag uh, community here in Middle Tennessee. And I just I love working in agriculture. It's my passion. The Cowboy Dan thing came because I was working for a guy I was working in a sale barn. Did it, did, I did that for about 20 years. We were we were fooling uh, with cattle. He was a, what you call an order buyer, and that means okay. he shipped cows. You know, he shipped cows, and his niche was the small uh, feedlots out in Texas and Iowa and the Midwest. And uh, so anyway, we we just brought in cattle and we doctored them and did everything we need and we shipped them. But he was on the Tennessee Beef Industry Council, and he said, you know, I wish you'd put together a an educational program that we could get behind. And so I did. And so for uh, eight years, nearly 10, I traveled uh, all over Tennessee, literally from Memphis to Mountain City, doing a, 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 a 
assembly program in schools, I made my program about nutrition, but promoted beef and uh, okay. and just loved doing that. And that's sort of where this cowboy band thing all came along. And then people kept trying to tell me you ought to get a TV show, but I never could wrap my mind around it until what what Bobby said in her introduction is what I say. My show, which is called Cowboy Dance Frontier, is Roy Rogers meets Mr. Rogers. <laughs> and that's the best description yeah. I can give. And so yeah. we've just been doing that now for, well, I guess going on 15 years now. And I've got a great guy who does my music. I'm, I'm so glad you're going to be playing my music because I've got to give a shout-out to Pat Flynn, formerly of the group, the New Grass Revival. He's I know produced Pat. I know Pat. Yeah, you know, I love Pat. Yeah. He's produced all of our records and just does such a good job. And then on the on the film side is Kevin Copeland, who's my producer. And those two guys have just done just been such a blessing. Uh, I'm not a very rich man monetarily, but when it comes to the people God's put in my life, I am very wealthy. And Pat Flynn and Kevin Copeland are two guys that I count among that. So anyway, well, that's awesome. That's kind that's of my awesome. story, Gary, in a, in, a, in a sense, right there. Well, I'm going to tell you that uh, the president of the Robertson County Farm Bureau Women is a huge fan of yours, and she said to tell you yes. hi, and that's Paula Carr. That's Paula. And I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess she watches you every week because she ends up telling me, oh, Dan did this, and Cowboy Dan did that. <laughs> and you got to get well, him on I'm your show. Well, I'm flattered by that. <laughs> well, but anyway, you've got, you got you some fans. Yeah, I appreciate Paula, so thank you. You've got a lot of fans out there. Well, we're going to get to some more music. And this is okay. one called Digging in the Dirt. Tell us a little bit about Digging in uh, the Dirt. Okay. Well, part my, I mentioned that I'm an extension agent. And uh, one of my areas of work is I teach kids where food comes from. And I do that through raised bed gardens in schools. So I go into a school and we build raised bed gardens. And we plant vegetables. Of course, we plant some herbs and flowers that are beneficial in there. But mostly my job is to teach kids where food comes from. Um, you know, if, if they didn't know, you know, most people are three, sometimes four generations removed from the farm. So uh, children don't know where carrots come from or wh where they love French fries, but they've probably never seen a potato grow. And all they know is it might, <laughs> it might be in Kroger. That's where we get it. Uh, Gary, I don't know yeah. if you, you and I both here in Nashville, several years ago, Kroger had a gimmick in their vegetable, their produce department. Where you know all the all the vegetables are in bins, but every once in a while the lights would flicker and there'd be sound of lightning, sound of lightning and thunder, and then the water would spray on the vegetables. I don't know if you ever remember them doing. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Used, yeah, yeah. I used to think. I hope those kids don't think that's where those vegetables grow. <laughs> some, some, some of them might, you know. Some of them might. Yeah. And, and they, Carrots don't and really they think grow in a plastic from... bag at Publix, you know. Right, that's right, thing. right. So <laughs> that's what thing. I do. So that, that's, I, I've been so blessed to have this job, and so I thought, well, I've always tried to communicate and educate through music. So this song, Digging in the Dirt, is about that thing, is where the food comes from, and just trying to find right. a fun way to, to do it. So there it is. All right, well, let's listen to Dig It in the Dirt. We're talking with Cowboy Dan today on the Campfire Cafe. Dig it in the dirt. Dig it in the dirt. 
touch with this good earth. Digging in the dirt. You might get a little bit on your hands and your shirt. Digging in the dirt. Yeah, let's plant some corn. Plant some beans. Plant some tomatoes and some turnip greens. This house where I'm living keeps me safe and warm. But this house is just a shelter. The earth is my home and I want to know all about it. And one good way to learn is digging in the dirt. Digging in the dirt. Learning how to grow, learning how to work. Digging in the dirt. Getting back in touch with this good earth. Digging in the dirt. You might get a little bit on your hands and your shirt. Digging in the dirt. guest today. You know, um, Cowboy Dan, it's always fun to prepare for a guest that we haven't had on before because we spend some time online going here and there and following links. And I watched a number of very fun uh, YouTube uh, performances and read about your um, connection with the Dove organization and an award that you've uh, worn, you know, won through Dove. And in one of the videos that I saw, I thought you made a very compelling and interesting comment. You said, we're living in the greatest time in all of history. Mm-hmm. Do you recall making that statement? And, and can you elaborate on that? Sure. Well, it is. Um, I'm, I'm very much an optimist instead of a looking th- at the world through dystopian uh, dystopian view, view <laughs> I see this as a very wonderful time. People are living longer. They're they, they're living. Uh, yeah, okay. Just a few, um, a couple of generations ago, you know, before uh, you know, kids went to school, they had to milk cow, slop the hogs, and no telling what else. Even before they did anything mm-hmm. else, and people don't have to live that way anymore. We've got air conditioning. We've got heat. We've got so many comforts. So, it's, yes, it is one of the best times. And, listen, I'm a great patriot. I am so happy to say God bless America. Now, I, we can talk about the problems we have. We do. But I'm telling you right now, we live in the greatest country that's ever existed, and I thank God for that. Mm-hmm. Well, and it comes that um, comes clear through everything that you and through your words and music and definitely through your 
enthusiasm and dynamics when you're um, addressing an audience or performing. It's just really, really fun. I would imagine you must perform live and love it. I do, of course. Uh, boy, that's that's the <laughs> <laughs> that is the thing every every entertainer lives for is that interaction with the audience. But Bobby, I have a, a passion for number one. I, let me say it this way. You know, I, I, I'm 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 a kid, children's artist, but I'm more of a family. I speak to the families. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I speak to moms and dads and grandparents. In fact, I probably get a whole lot more, you know, emails from grandparents about Cowboy Dance Frontier mm-hmm. than I do anything else. So I'm speaking to mm-hmm. uh, generations and families. But I have a passion for for uh, agriculture, and I, I, I you know, also. My music. Uh, I, I raise kids. Uh, there have been a lot of children's artists and uh, that I've known through the years, and they didn't have any children. <laughs> I, thought, you, I don't know. It just means, how do you write children's music if you never raise any children? Well, I've oh, raised the and, children. Uh, yeah, and, you know, I think did you so have four? I, you have four. You have four children, right? right or do you have more? Right. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I know of. Right there, just those four. I got three beautiful girls and a boy. My son's a baby. He's a. He's now my baby's twenty two years old. So. Goodness. Oh my I'm goodness! Yeah. Yeah. And a granddaddy. I think I saw. I yes, think I, I saw am, something boy. about a granddaddy. Yeah, thank you. I didn't want to bring it up like all grandparents do, right? That's. <laughs> oh, they're the best. <laughs> they're the best. You know, they'll they'll joke says, "Have I told you about my grandchildren?" And the guy says, "No," and I thank you for that. I got a little three year old grandson. His name is Burton, and boy, he's the light of my life. In fact, he's he's pictured on my on the back cover of my new album there. So. There you go. There you go. Well, I will let you know. I'm a I'm a great grandfather now, and uh, oh, Trip wow. is a pretty cool. Trip's a pretty cool young guy. He just celebrated his first birthday. So, you oh, know, grandchildren exactly. are neat, but uh, I'm not sure. Maybe great grandchildren even are beating that. You know, all of my grandchildren are girls. All my grandchildren oh, wow. are girls. So I finally I finally got a great great grandson. <laughs> so that was like Yes. Oh, we can teach him how to ride a horse got a, and get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, you finally got a stem on the apple. That's what I always say. My That's right. I finally got a boy. That is, that is right. Well listen, there's another another song on the album Seasons and this one is kind of a shift. Uh yeah. and in, that's, in I'm his sorry to interrupt message. Gary, but that's why I called it that's why I called it Seasons. Because it's got different things that have gone on in my life. It's not just all children's music. It's family. It's real. But anyway, I interrupted. But that's the reason I that's called all right. it Seasons. Yeah. That's all right. Well, tell me about Marry Me. I tell you, uh, that that one there was just simply um, uh, the songwriter in me that said, I've had, uh, you know, I've, I've seen so many love songs that are played at weddings. And they always do well, you know, that sort of thing. But I'd never, ever heard of, heard or heard of, a song about popping the question, you know, the engagement, the actual mm-hmm. moment of that. And so I thought, I'd like to try to do something like that. And I had this melody. And uh, anyway, we we actually included that on our last Cowboy Dance Frontier episode. Uh, we had okay. a little video. And we always We always make a video. And the video turned out so good. And so I'm real, I got to tell you, I'm real proud of that song. I sure am. Well, it's a beautiful song. So let's take a listen to Marry Me. It's Cowboy Dan. 
and it's from the album Seasons. We'll be right back. Such a moment, and I hope my timing is right. You never look more lovely than you do tonight. I'm old-fashioned, and I've got a question I have to ask on one day. I love you, girl. I said hi. It's been a while since I I've sure seen will Pat. Be. 
Okay. Yeah, such a neat, neat guy. Well, how do your, you know, county extension agent, I did not know that about yeah. you, but as you yeah. said that, I got to thinking about my growing up years with a county extension agent, and the home demonstration club agent, and 4-H. How do mm-hmm. your 4-Hers feel about Cowboy Dan being their county agent? I mean, that's got to impress well, some of and, these kids. Well, that I uh, thank you for saying that. And let me clarify, because, yes, 4-H is, of course, part of extension. And uh, but I'm not a I'm not a 4-H agent. Now today I told okay. you I was at the Davidson County Farm Bureau um, their monthly meeting, and we had several of our 4-Hers there because they had gone, uh, Farm Bureau sponsored them going to camp. And I do okay. do some things with 4-H. I take them to camp and that bring them home from camp and that sort of thing. But um, really, my my show really targets a certain age group. I would say, Gary, Bobby, that's that age group would be something like K through three, you know, kindergarten through third grade, kindergarten through fourth grade maybe, and 4-H starts at fourth grade. So they're, most okay. of them are a little little above me. That's that's the real truth of it. So. Okay. All right. Well, I remember our county extension agent and, and uh, uh, our activities and 4-H projects and, and uh, traveling to all-stars and all these different things. So yes. I'm – it's probably well, changed you, a little bit. I'm glad you had that experience. I'm, yeah, yeah. I, that's that's all extension. Extension's a great organization, and 4-H is there. And you you mentioned Family Consumer Science used to be called you know Home Ec, Home Demonstration yeah. Clubs. That's all part of extension. Yeah, yeah. You got good memories yeah. there. Yeah. I have good memories. My my one of my younger brothers was actually governor of the state with 4-H. And, uh, yeah, so we were heavily, heavily involved with 4-H growing up, and it was a great way to grow up getting involved in public speaking and music and horse and pony and yes. all these different yes. things that we were involved with. Well, just with. real quick, uh, next week in Knoxville, they're celebrating the 4-H Roundup, the 100, 100 years yeah. of the 4-H Roundup, and that will be on the wow. campus, University of Tennessee. So they're, they're wow. still growing, wow. going strong. Oh, that's great. Great, great, great. Well, uh, whoever is listening out there across the country, if you're involved in 4-H, stay with it because it is a great, great program, and you develop a lot of friendships, actually, that last uh, a lifetime. I connected with uh, some friends that are now in Santa Fe, Bobby, who we -hmm. were friends growing up in 4-H and going to 4-H camp together and some different things. So great organization. Well, there is another song that I'm going to get to right now, and I've got to think that you may have had a chocolate lab at some point in time. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I did. You gave me the hit. Uh, you gave me the yeah, hit. That's right. I don't know what song you're going to play now. Listen, let me tell yeah. you. Of course, I grew up with all kind of dogs. I don't think I ever had a purebred anything. We lived we lived out in the country and. People dropped back then. They dropped dogs off in the country, you know, thinking that was bad right. for them. And it's one of the worst things. But we had all the strays. Uh, but I got to tell you, a friend of mine told me this story. True story. True story. And I decided to write a song about it. But that this story that you're hearing happened truly to a friend of mine. And I tried to make a song out of it, and maybe a little lesson in there. Uh, in my life, as, as as a dad, you know, dealing with your kids, how do you? How do you express hard things to them? How do you, um, you know, and give, give, let's give kids more credit than we do 
for uh, being pretty smart most of the time. You know what I mean? Right. So there's a lot of stuff in there about this, this, this young dad who's got a little boy and he's got to give the bad news about his dog passing away. So that's what this song's about. Well, this is a great song. It's called Let Jesus Get His Own Dog. And uh, you're going to love this. This is by Cowboy Dan. It's from the new album, Seasons. We had that chocolate lamb since she was a pup. Best dog that I ever knew The vet said he's gotten old His time is up I'll have to put him down That's all I know to do I had to go back home And tell my boy He was five years old He was crying and upset I said Jesus needs your dog in heaven to live with him what my boy said I never will forget let Jesus get his own dog he don't need mine he can have any dog he wants Say he heals a blind man and turn water into wine. So let Jesus get his own dog, he don't need mine. I'll tell you now, that dog lived five more years. I believe that love kept him alive I learned a lot about a God who cares Sometimes prayers are just a teardrop in your eye Let Jesus get his own dog He don't need mine He can have any dog he wants You say he heals a blind man And turn water into wine So let Jesus get his own dog He don't need mine I try hard not to judge my fellow man Everybody's got their own way to believe Just when I thought that I was teaching him I remember what my boy taught to me Let Jesus Get his own dog, he don't need mine He can have any dog he wants You say he heals a blind man And turn water into wine So let Jesus 
get his own dog, he don't need mine. Yeah, let Jesus get his own dog, he don't need mine. Cowboy Dan, let Jesus get his own dog from his album Seasons. It is really a wonderful album because, like you just mentioned, you are covering um, the seasons of life and all generations will find songs they can relate to. And I think it's important, um, Dan, you hit it perfectly, that parents and grandparents, when you're working with your kids, you also have to be interested in the material because you're going to say it or play it or read it over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Isn't that right? true? Bobby, you, you, <laughs> I can tell you raised time, kids. <laughs> well, that yeah, time, sometimes story when time. Sometimes when the parents do, tell me, I'm sorry, Bobby, go ahead. No, that's okay. No, you, 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 they want to, we want to hear you. We don't want to hear me. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> Bobby, I've, 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 sometimes parents come up to me and say, wow, we've just worn out your you know, CD, whatever it is. And I will say, can I offer my apologies to you right now? <laughs> I remember when my kids, when my kids were that age, we played the same thing over and over until I was ready to chunk it out the window. So, yes, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they do, um, and, yeah. There's another fun thing that I saw in the videos. I think it's called Word of the Day. And yeah. the video, YouTube video that I caught was the word chick. And um, oh. <laughs> it was quite clever. You you touched on several different um, ways that chick is used, including you tipped your you took your hat off and you said chic. And I thought, wow, that's really you know that's that's your own unique way. How do you how, excuse me? How do you choose a word? How do you choose a word of the day? And in a year, do you choose 352, or is it one per episode? <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that process. Well, thank you, Bobby. I wish I was more. I wish I was that organized, but I'm not. I simply, but as we're filming the next episode, I just come up with something, and uh, that I'm glad you mentioned chicken. And I, I sometimes I don't even think of it till the day that we're going to film. But I try to be, I try to be funny. Now, listen, when you're, when you're doing children, this is what I've learned over you know, thirty years of doing children's stuff is. Some people think you're Bozo the Clown, and the music that's put out for kids a lot of times is nothing but regurgitated nursery rhymes. Yep. So I made a vow that I was going to have sense of humor that was for all people. Hey, I don't know y'all's ages, but I, I, I grew up with Bugs Bunny and Porky Pig, and let me tell you something. Those cartoons <laughs> were, had adults in mind, you know? Uh-huh. You remember one time mm-hmm. they did a spoof on Bugs Bunny where he tunnels, and he, he said, hey, Bobby, remember he, his line was, oh, I should have taken that toy at Albuquerque, you know? Okay, yeah, he, yeah. Winds up, <laughs> and he winds up, and it's, you know, it's, an old, uh, it's an old Mark Twain tale about the Yankee in, a, in the King's Court, you know, in King Arthur's Court. Mm-hmm. And he King winds up in, in King Arthur's Court, and, you know, they got the Knights of the Round Table, and here's here's some of the names: sirloin of beef, <laughs> cirrhosis, cirrhosis. Listen to this one: cirrhosis of liver. Okay, now you, I, I, oh, you, the, the kids didn't get that. You know what I mean? Guess who that was for? That was for the adults. That's for the I think that's quality. I think that's quality humor. And also back to Pat and the way he produces. 
I try to give original music that is all original. It's not just some kind of, as I said, regurgitated nursery rhyme. And and therefore, yeah, uh, I, it's just me. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm on, what I am on camera is what you'll find any day of the week. It's just me. Mm-hmm. Well, you must have a team that work with you because the like the chick, the word of the day. You know, you're doing the video, but the word shows up o- over to the left, and then each time you say the word differently, the new form of the word, you know, shows up. And that was so very cute. You had Biscuit whisper the word to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know where that came from. That's all from my imagination somewhere. Because, I'm Bobby, I'm still a kid at heart. But I've got to give a lot of credit again. I've already talked about Pat, but let me tell you about Kevin Copeland. Kevin Copeland grew up in West Texas just like I did. He's from Lubbock, born and raised. But we didn't okay. even meet until we came here. But um, but he's 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 just a genius. Um, listen, he makes me look good through the editing and all that, and he's very <laughs> professional. The only thing I've got a complaint with Kevin is I keep wanting him to get that, that little device that will make me look more like George Strait, and he just won't do it. So he says, no, I got one that, I got one that will show you George Crooked, but I can't get George Strait. No, uh, I, can't he, he, I he, don't uh, think he, you should change a thing. No, no, well, I don't well, think, listen, no. Well, I'm just telling you, he, Bobby, I'm speaking to, he, he, he makes that show professional. Again, yes. I didn't want it to be campy. I, I want it to be professional. And, you know, with, without a budget, I'm – uh, for the most part, I pay for everything. That's why we can only do, you know, a few episodes a year. Once a year, the the Tennessee Farm Bureau does sponsor one episode. In fact, that one where I did Ch- Chick was a, our episode about poultry, and they sponsored that one. They do it once a year because oh. they have a program called they have a program called Ag in the Classroom, and they right. go, they okay. go across the state of Tennessee, and it's like an in service for teachers and the teachers that come will get all this material to be able to teach ag in the classroom at their grade level. And one of the things Farm Bureau does is they give them my new episode every every summer. So they do sponsor one a year. Wow. That's wow. a good point, though, um, Cowboy Dan. Where can people – I mean, I'm talking about um, Facebook and such, but you're on some networks. Do you want to share just real quickly where people uh, – you know, where can they tune can in watch. to find you? Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you for asking. Well, the best place that I get the most coverage is a network called Daystar. They are now the largest Christian network in the world. You know, TBN was for a while, Trinity Broadcast, but Daystar's uh, outgrown them, and they're out of Dallas, and they show my program, Cowboy Dance Frontier, every Saturday morning. I think I think the time is central time is 9 o'clock, so wherever you are, you can figure that up. But that's where I'm. I'm. I'm also on several smaller stations. I'm up on the PBS station up in Cookville here in Tennessee. Up on yeah, WCTE. On the up there. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. They show my program. I've also got some other stations that are kind of local region. Uh, one out of, out in Arkansas that shows it. But and there's one up in um, Illinois, Pennsylvania. Another, another small station just co- just covers a few states up there. But the largest one is Daystar, and that's that's the one people can anybody can watch that one. And I saw Israel too. Yes, that's right. Uh, several of these stations are, or networks are Christian, and they you know have a big Israel presence. In fact, Daystar just just opened up. They sent me an email this week saying they just opened up their whole deal in Mexico with 
90,000 viewers. So oh they're really going strong. I don't know if they, you know, they caption the, you know, the Spanish right. or whatever, you know, right. on the show. But anyway, I, I get, listen, Bobby, I get, I get emails from England, Ireland, Nigeria, um, uh, Israel. Uh, I, mean, I get them from wherever Daystar covers. I get emails from people mm-hmm. in those places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you have an important message. And I'm I'm excited to hear that the world is getting out to the world, and the world is re, and re, you know reciprocating by thanking you. That's really terrific. Let me well, ask one more thing too. Are, yeah. are, are, aren't you on Aren't you on YouTube as well? Yes, I am. I sure am. Yeah, and most of those yeah, are so, clips, you know, just certain clips. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's I think that's what so, I was watching a lot of. <laughs> So if you're if you're listening to the show and you don't have Daystar or some of these others, then go to YouTube and look for yeah. Cowboy Dan. And then after you see one or two of those, then you're going to want to uh, enroll in Daystar so you can see him every Saturday there morning. You go. On that. So and Gary, let go. me tell the whole world here. Let me tell the whole world if they Google Cowboy Dan, the first thing that comes up is a Chippendale dancer, and that's not me, okay? <laughs> oh, gosh. Just, just a little fair, fair warning. That's, okay, fair warning. That, that's hilarious. We've got, we've got some hilarious. friends, the, the girls next door, who are, are oh. a recording act from the 80s and 90s, and now they have come back out on the road. But if you Google mm. girls next door, you are mm-hmm. not going to get the music. Girls next doors. So, you know, same problem. Same problem. Yeah, same, same problem. problem. Same problem. All right. All right. Let's listen to some more music. This is not today. Okay. Tell us about this one, Dan. Uh, well, this is my real story. Um, when um, let me tell you, my 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 wife and I are both from Texas. We met in college, and she's from okay. Lubbock. And uh, so we came here to Tennessee, and she knew. Before we ever married, when we were still on the campus of Abilene Christian, I said, well, one of these days we're going to live, if, you, if we get married, we're going to live in Nashville. And she agreed to that. In fact, she probably adapted a whole lot better to Nashville than I did. She loved it and made great friends and that sort of thing. Well, when we came here, we had two girls, one born in Abilene, one born down in Austin, Round Rock, Texas. But the other two born here uh, in Murfreesboro. My third daughter, Hattie. In fact, my wife's maiden name was Haley. So we named our first child Haley, and then we went crazy with the H's. We've got Haley, Holly, Hattie, and now the boy is <laughs> I told my wife, I said, next time we have, if we have another, we're going to have to name it Help. And she said, no, we're going to name it Halt. Halt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, that was our little fun joke. But um, we had a tragedy. Um, at, she had our son, our fourth child. And nine days after he was born, she died of a heart attack. And mm. she was only 39 years old. Um, oh, never wow. smoked, never overweight, and no history of that in her family. But I had, a, had an autopsy done, and her right pulmonary artery was completely blocked. So she was literally sitting on a time bomb. We didn't know it. Um, oh, wow. So this I'm so sorry, really Dan. Speaks to, well, thank you. And that's, listen, I can always c- keep up with my son's 22, and uh, that's been 22 years ago. And, uh, yeah. But this song speaks to that, but also to anybody who, you know, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. And the Bible says 
All things work together for good to them that love him and are called according to his purpose and promise. Well, yeah, that's everybody's favorite scripture. But, you know, sometimes that's not today. <laughs> I know, uh-huh. I believe right. that it's going to work out and everything will. And I can tell you, I can speak wholeheartedly. Because of my kids, they're the best thing about me. We are strong today. God's blessed me throughout this thing and so, so, so many things he's blessed me with. But I'm going to tell you something. When somebody says, oh, well, don't worry, it's, it'll, it'll all be okay. Well, yeah, but maybe not today. That's what this song's about. Mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. Let's take a listen to this. We'll be back in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe. Riders in the Sky, five years since their last one. This has probably been 15 since my last one. 
So um, huh. it has been a season. It's been it's been a season. So I'm just so I'm so grateful to be on y'all's program. Thank you. Well, we're grateful to have had you. And um, let's tell people how they can find your website. Is it cowboydan.com? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Cowboydan.com. Yeah, and you can find him on Facebook, Cowboy Dan, if you look at Facebook. And uh, go to YouTube and look at some of those great videos that are there from YouTube. And then sign up on Daystar so you can watch his show and, and bring the kids and the grandkids around the TV to watch that as well. Well, you just have been too much fun. And uh, well, we look forward to getting together with you live and in person. You know, we're in the same I, town, so that. it shouldn't be that hard I to do, that. you know. That's right. <laughs> really, well, really, Bobby, really. thank you out there in Albuquerque. Well, delighted to meet you today, Cowboy Dan. I want to know what the word of the day is for tomorrow. You got one? I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you got me on the spot. I can, you know, oh, gosh. The, ones I've used, the ones I've used are just, they're just, you know, they're just dad jokes. That's what they are, Bobby. They're dad jokes, okay? And the only, you know, the only difference, you know, the only difference between a bad joke and a dad joke is one letter. That's all the difference is right there. That's so right. All, all of my words of the day are just dad jokes. That's what they are. Oh, gosh. That's precious, yes. Well, one of my favorite videos and one of my favorite songs on the on the album is Talk like you're from the South. So say yeah. something. Say something Southern, Dan, as we say goodbye. Well, in, in the song it says, country as cornbread wedding cake. Now, that's a good line right there. He or she's country as cornbread wedding cake. There you, that's Southern right there, isn't it? That is pretty Southern. That is pretty Southern with turnip greens and, and hog jowl on top of it. That's so anyway. right. That's right. Well, Dan, thank you so much, and we look forward to ha- we look forward to having you back on the show again. And don't wait fifteen to. years to do another album, my friend. I, I know, I know. I'm, 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 I hear right. you, brother. Thank you all so much for having me. Thanks for playing my music. All right, thanks for being with us. So this is Talk Like You from the South, Cowboy Dan, and it is from the album Seasons. Dan, thank you, and we'll be back in just a moment. Now some folks think this southern talk is funny <laughs> I think it's sweeter than Tupelo honey Every time you open your mouth Talk like you're from the south Now don't say you guys, say y'all When you mean everybody, say all y'all Every time you open your mouth Talk like you're from the south
sleep my last long sleep with Mother Earth for a bed, my saddle for a pillow, the bright stars overhead. Then I could hear the last stampede and the songs the river sings. Way back down in Texas for the roundup in the spring. Though I could see the cattle grazing or the hills at early morn. And I could see the campfire smoking at the breaking of the dawn. And I could hear the broncos neighing. I could hear the cowboys sing, and I'd like to be in Texas for the roundup in three. Well, welcome back to Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. That was my wife, Mary Kay Holt, with her great song, The Roundup in the Spring, from her album, Frontier. And uh, just to plug real quickly, Mary Kay will be performing in Holiday, Utah, this Saturday night in the Holiday City Park uh, in Salt Lake County, just outside of Salt Lake City. And that concert is free, and it's at 8 o'clock in the Holiday City Park. So... Be sure and get out and see her if you can. That'll be her only Utah performance this year as well. Well, Bobby, are you back with us? I am. <clears throat> I am, I am. Oh, and, and who do we have joining us now? Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, I know. We have the Trailmeister, our good buddy Robert Eversole. Well, I'm glad you remember that because I may not have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Robert, how are you? How are you, my friend? Good to be back. Doing well. Good to have you Doing well. Good to have you with us. So you've been making a lot of uh, girths and getting ready for a lot of expos that are coming up? Yeah, yeah. Making a lot of of cinches. Um, Trying to stay tuned up on that. And really, for the past week, I've been doing nothing but hauling hay. I sometimes think kayaks (laughs) would be a heck of a lot easier than these horses and mules. (laughs) <laughs> How's your I weather? We've talked about everybody's times? weather. Yeah, we've talked about everybody's weather. How's your weather out in Washington? Right it now? is glorious. Uh, it's starting to heat up again, but you know, up upper eighties, low nineties. Um, okay. So yeah, no humidity. I mean, that's the best part. <laughs> so come to Tennessee. Come to Tennessee. We'll share the humidity with you down here. But, uh, uh, that's what I gathered. I will see you in September. Uh, you will. You will. Yeah. Yeah. But, so how, but how humid is it going to be in September? Heat. How many leaves? How, how, how humid? Oh, humid. Not too bad. Not too bad. Promise? Yeah, July, July and August are, are, are really rough months here. Although okay. we were just talking with Cowboy Dan and a few mornings this week, have almost felt like fall, and and really? then the humidity started creeping back in. I think about yesterday afternoon. Yeah, mm. yeah. So it's yeah. And last week was we had some really beautiful days last week as well. So, but yeah, September just, should be great. You should enjoy September in Tennessee. 
I'm going to enjoy my whole time in Tennessee, regardless of the weather. How about that? I think you will. I think you will. But uh, yeah, we're talking a little bit about this this uh, uh, heat wave that has taken the West over. Uh, Bobby, what did you say the temperature was supposed to get to out there? Well, today we're going to hit 100, but yesterday we were over. I think we were 103, somewhere between 103 and 107 here in Albuquerque. I don't know about the rest of the state. Maybe 103 yesterday. So I think yeah. I saw uh, the news. News said that it would be like 114 in Phoenix today. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, Robert, when the weather gets like this, when it's so hot, uh, people are really not out trail riding, are they? I would hope not. I, I certainly won't be. Uh, <laughs> Amen yeah, to that's, that. That, that, that. That's a little, uh, it's a little warm for me, you know. Uh, now, what I guess guess we have done when it's been really hot, uh, I think last year when Celeste and I went on our big trip into the Bob, um, it was, you know, upper 90s, you know, low low hundreds when we left, but we just went up high. So, mm-hmm. you know, with mm-hmm. elevation, it gets a lot cooler as well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a he- – Gary, you, I'm, I'm a fair weather writer. You know that. You know, if it's too cold, I don't go. If it's too wet, I don't go. If it's too hot, I don't go. Me too. I used to do. I used to do a New Year's Day ride every year, and you know, by the time that your fingers are frozen to the reins, it starts to get to be a little uncomfortable. And as you get older, you say, maybe we won't do that again. Maybe exactly. I'll do my New Year's Day hot chocolate. There you go. won't catch me riding generally. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, where where are you headed? What what have you got planned? I I promoted this show this time with the Trailmeister shares information on horse camping, trail riding, and riding destinations across the U.S. with riding a bit of humor throw in. Well, there yeah. you go. So tell us. Uh, tell us. Well, let's see. What do we got going on? So, of course, this past week I've been moving bales of grass from one place into a into a trailer and out of the trailer and into another place all week. Um, so next week we're heading into Ohio for a little bit. And when we get back, we're going to head up into the high country, into the Pesaten Wilderness Complex for, for a few days. Uh, so that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, past past couple weekends we've just done done local stuff really uh riverside state park here in eastern washington been going there quite a bit just trying to get everybody lined out uh haven't done i, I feel bad gary i haven't been been out nearly enough this year uh that has nothing to do with it getting a year older i'm sure Nothing, nothing at all. Nothing, no, I'm nothing at all. Sp- spring chicken, spring chicken. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys. Well, tell us about the state park that you've been going to. Let's talk a little bit about some riding destinations and some areas that people maybe need Fair to enough. be looking for or heading to. Well, <laughs> like uh, okay, state parks. Uh, well, yeah. the Pesaten isn't state park. That's uh, that's federal. No. Uh, but uh, Riverside State Park, like I said, eastern 
Washington, uh, over 100 miles of horse-friendly trails. Uh, oh, wow. Fabulous little little horse camp. Now, and it's not horse camp like, like y'all have uh, on, you know, east of the Mississippi. You know, there, there, there's not the, the, the place for the hoedown on Saturday night. But, oh, you know, okay. you've got, uh, yeah, yeah, it's primitive. Uh, but you've got corrals. You've got electric and water hookups. Um, okay. and, and restroom facilities. Um, so it's quite nice. But, you know, with that over 100, 100 miles of trails, you can you can be out for a little bit without hitting the same one twice. Um, yeah. Very, very nice place around here. Um, so we have that. If we move further east, one of my most favorite places, one of the places that um, I started horse riding and horse camping, when I wish there was a book out to help me, uh, <laughs> East Fork Lake State Park. Uh, Where is this? East of, east of Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. Uh, there's East Fork Lake, and it's surrounded by the East Fork Lake State Park. Um, so, you know, uh, how state park system. I don't know that they have 100 miles of trails, but they've got well over 50. Um, and, again, the... The horse camping is, is quite nice. I mean, it, it's not a it's not it's not a, a, a guest ranch, but they do have the shower house and and you know campsites. Uh, no corrals, but high line set up. Uh, okay. Electric hookups, all that good stuff. Uh, the trails there are pretty darn nice. Uh, when, when we lived there, I would have I would have told anybody with great conviction that. These are some pretty serious trails, you understand. Uh, <laughs> now I realize that eh, maybe maybe not, but you know you, you fall 50 feet, same as falling 500. So what the heck? There you go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> now of course it's uh, um, Ohio, so it's it's humid in that Ohio River Valley, um, and kind of like what you were saying, you know, in that it, it gets kind of kind of sticky that July August time frame. But right, the fall, right. the fall is you've got the colors, you've got the, the 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 lessened humidity. It is just the berries. Um, so East Fork Lake, there, pretty pretty darn nice. And well, in uh, in October, I'll tell you all about uh, Big South Fork in Tennessee. <laughs> well, you're gonna you, you're gonna love you're gonna love the Big South Fork. I'm gonna tell you now. So, I am great so looking up forward there. to it. And there's a guy that's going to be um, presenting with me. So I'll be there at Big South Fork at a place called Timber Ridge uh, okay. as a guest of the Know exactly Horse where it is. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And evidently, they have the cabins and, and corrals and, and, and barn stable things. Uh, the, the, the owner, very, very kindly offered me the use of one of her horses while I'm there. So oh, cool. since, yeah, since I can't put Ruger or Coco in, you know, carry on baggage, uh, that she's offer me to use one of the, I, I think I could get it, but I'd have to use a chainsaw. I don't know how I put them back together. <laughs> uh, so, so I will, I will take them up on their offer of, of one of their their critters, so I think uh, the shindig starts on Friday the seventh. Saturday is the big day. Well, I get a 
you know, I, I get to talk about trail riding and horse camping. So really looking forward to that. Uh, Sunday is when I get to go for a ride with those folks. So just, I think it's just going to be a hoot. I actually just uh, scheduled my flights uh, this morning. <laughs> so, well, that'd be great. That would be so great. That, 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 well, you, you'll mine. enjoy the Big South Fork, and you'll enjoy, uh, I hope you get a chance to ride down to Cherry Creek Lodge uh, mm-hmm. in the Big South Fork and visit some of that. But uh, the trails there are great, and, uh, you know, there are some that are challenging and, and others that are not quite as challenging as others but you'll have a great time i think time. i will enjoy the beautiful. not quite as challenging <laughs> beautiful area to be riding in so look forward to that yep so what what kind of uh uh topics are you going to be discussing when you well, hit that, that, that that is the big question that is the big question it's always hard when uh when you ask that question of the organizers and the response is whatever you want <laughs> oh, crap. I mean, excuse me. I didn't say crap on the air, did I? Oh, shoot. No, I, di- I didn't hear a thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, shoot. Yeah, oh, shoot. Um, so um, I know we're going to be talking about High Lines. Um, I, some people asked about that. So we'll, we'll, we'll play with some High Lines. I'm sure the facility has some uh, uh, appropriate trees so we can talk about that. Um, you know, so... Really, whatever people want to. Actually, I will put out a social media query and ask people what they want to talk Good about. Good idea. Um, Good idea. Mm-hmm. At least, mm-hmm. you know, uh, otherwise, heck, I'll start talking about Gilligan's Island and cooking, you know. Well, oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Bobby, you ought to jump on that when he said cooking. You should be jumping I on know, that. you know, but yeah. I was uh, spending some time on your Facebook page and. I didn't really see anything about cooking. I did no, see you did some interesting photographs about honey, and um, yes. you must have been somewhere with um, beekeepers. And you know, I've always wondered. I just have never taken the time to go research it. How does the honey get from the bee, you know, into our homes and you know, into containers? And um, I was looking at the pictures and kind of trying to trying to figure out the process, but where were you and, and, and how was it that you got that opportunity to follow honey along its way? I was at the family farm back in Ohio, which is where I'll be, oh. be next week. And um, I got it because an octogenarian said that I was going to help him with, with bees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, my, 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 my father has bee, beehives. Uh, it's his hobby, and so when I was there, what uh, I, two or three months ago, um, the bees were swarming. Uh, so bees swarm. That's how they they increase their their numbers uh, in the spring, and and so I helped them catch bees then, and and even though we love our parents. When, when, when your father says they're swarming, they won't uh, they, they won't sting you. Don't worry about it. Don't believe them. <laughs> Just don't. Just buy the bee suit <laughs> and be done with it. Uh, so help them catch some some hives. And so it was the last time I came in, you know, 
you know, now I've got, I'm vested. I have some interest in the bees as opposed to just okay. staying away. Hey, Dad, how, how are my bees doing? <laughs> how are my bees that I helped catch? How are they doing? Well, we've got to go check them. Well, they don't yeah. worry about That's it. They won't sting you. Yeah. <laughs> but you put the bees yeah, in the okay. Yeah, I have a nephew who is a bee guy. He's a bee specialist, and he teaches yeah. people about bees. And he had, I don't have many hives that he's got. But, uh, man, he really makes some great honey. So when I'm fortunate, uh, he'll send some to me occasionally. But uh, You know, it's different stuff than what you get at the grocery. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Dad, you know, Dad watches, you know, what 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 is in bloom. This last trip, mm-hmm. the honey that, that, that you saw, Bobby, that was mm-hmm. from the locust trees there in okay. southwestern Ohio. The locust trees were blooming, and so that was locust honey. And it's, mm-hmm. in heaven, it, it is almost clear. Uh, and then later in the year, you know, different different flowers, different trees are, are blooming, and, and each of those different uh, types of pollen, nectar, plant juice yeah. uh, has their own characteristics. So mm-hmm. uh, so this time when when I go in, it won't be, the honey won't be as clear. It will be darker because it's not that locust honey. And um, we'll have, you know, I guess a, a stronger taste to it. Mm-hmm. But it was a uh, it was uh, it was enlightening that last trip. Honey is heavy. Uh, <laughs> we had these giant wooden boxes with all these slabs of, you know, honeycomb, honeycomb. and some yeah, honeycomb. Yeah, yeah, and some really annoyed bees. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, I wondered about that. Yeah. Yeah, they they, they are not happy when you uh, break open their home. Um, again, get the bee suit. <laughs> uh, so, 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 yeah. So that was that was the honey story, and we'll be doing more. So evidently, it's going to be in the in the mid upper 80s in the Ohio River Valley uh, next week. Uh, I would imagine the dew point is probably going to be about the same, and I will be uh, wearing wearing a bee suit with gloves and the big hat and the big jacket. Um, and uh, yeah, hooray! <laughs> and, 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 and while enjoying my time with my with, with my father, I will be wishing that I was out on the mules in the high country. And, but yeah. I would, I imagine that when I get back, the mules will be happy because I'm sure I will have sweated, you know, several pounds off, so they'll have an easier job. Oh, oh gosh! Okay. So I'm, I'm just looking at the uh, Nashville weather. And it's uh, 63% humidity. Temperature is uh, 88, but the feels like is 94. So I that's what you've it. got to look forward to when you come back here to the east. Yay. I, I think our dew point here yesterday, I did not look today, but I think our dew point yesterday was like 50. So... A dry heat, and dry I used heat. to just poo-poo the whole thing. And Bobby, I I I, I feel for you. Uh, when it's over a hundred, it's just hot, no no matter what the humidity is. 
Yeah, well, it's okay. It's it's just what it is, you know. It's just what yep, it is. Yep. We learn how to deal with it. Um, uh, I, have a quick I think it's called air. Con- I think that's called air conditioning, Bobby. Yeah, it is. I think so. Um, I think it's called air conditioning. I, I want to get back to talking about um, trails and places to go, and I just want to take a moment to again talk about your fabulous website, the Trailmeister website. Um, so for people listening who really do want to get some great ideas about where to go, Trailmeister, Trailmeister.com, and then you actually have a page called Events. Now, at the moment, um, the two things that are there have just happened because they were July, but that's mm-hmm. kind of a neat place. Tell us how people, if, if you, you know, how could they add an event to your event page? How do they do that? There's a big orange button that says Add Your Event, um, and you can go into it from the like the trails area page. So if you're ha- if somebody is having like a uh, uh, like a competitive trail ride or something like that uh, at uh, Riverside State Park, you can add your event uh, from there. Hey, we're having a competitive trail ride at Riverside State Park. You can upload your flyers and all that good stuff and let the world know about it. I am so glad you brought that up. That is a really underutilized portion of the website. Absolutely. I would think that people, especially if you're planning a a trip or a vacation or you're just saying, hey, I want to get out of town and and I'm a, you know, I'm um, I'm somebody that's looking for how, where, where the heck do I go? How do I even start? So I would encourage our listeners um, take advantage of this of this page. Uh, these two events have just happened, and it's kind of empty right now. And it should have it should just have a whole big directory of of places for the summer. <laughs> it should, yeah. Uh, NATRAC, the <laughs> National Association of Competitive Trail Riding, they use it a, a lot, not as often as they should, of course. But uh, so a lot of their rides will get will get listed, um, and then uh, prize rides, things like that. But you're right. Uh, well, you just added added something to my to do list, Bobby. Thank you. <laughs> Need to get the word out. <laughs> well, if it's too hot to ride and you're not outside, and the 13 tons of hay have been taken care of, and and the shoes have been you know fit and snug, and everybody's happy. Uh, I don't think I think it sounds like it's the kind of nice indoor activity you might like to do, or on your laptop sitting in that comfortable new camp chair that you have. Oh, you saw those pictures! Isn't that the best chair in the world? <laughs> oh yes, yes, I did see that. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> even though I have not been doing a lot of camping this year so far. Um, you know, we're, I, I like to think I'm gearing up for those future trips. But that chair, it breaks down. I, I need to, to, to break it down and, and put a picture up of, of it broken down because it just um, well breaks down into just a small little bundle. But it is so comfortable. I really like yeah. inviting people over to the to the trailer to check out my new chair and they sit on it and they don't want to move and then I kick them out. So. Let's let's take a real quick break and listen to a great song by Sarah Pierce called I Ride 
And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about mules and hoof boots. You're listening to Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. When I was only three And that pony, he was mean as hell And he beat the hell out of me When I was five, I met my baby In her mane, a big red bow We were together from that day on we had always Texas to roam And I'd ride, me and my best friend we'd fly Wind in her mane, across the plains into the night I'd ride, just the two of us, wild and free She'd switch his head, throw a head a little And look back at me, and I'd ride Chasing goats and roping calves You would say we were inseparable She was the best friend I've ever had And I'd ride, me and my best friend we'd fly Wind in a mane, across the plains into the night I'd ride, just the two of us, wild and free Twist your tail, throw a head a little, and look back at me, and I'd ride. She knew my secrets, I sang her song. She never minded if I cried. She could When she passed, I thought I'd die I think about her often now And I know I'll see her again somehow And I'll ride, me and my best friend will fly Wind in a mane, across the plains into the night I'll ride, just the two of us, wild and free She'll switch his tail, throw a head a little, and look back at me, and I'll ride. I'll ride. That's our 
Texas friend. This is Sarah Pierce. It's called I Ride, and you are listening to Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. And we're talking with Robert the Trailmeister Eversole today, and let's find out about mules and hoof boots, Robert. So you did a mules little test, didn't you? Boots. Yeah. I, well, I, I am. Not did, but am. You uh, am? Not past, okay. I am. Uh, current tense. Current tense. Future, past, current. Uh, how so is, yes, how is the test currently going? So far... I am so cautiously optimistic. Um, you know, I've, I've, I don't like sporty places with with the mules and and, and the bubbas. Uh We know that, um, and so I've always just really disliked uh, slick rock areas. You know, where, yeah. where it's just smooth smooth stone. You know, because without right. tail, it's an off camber kind of thing, and there's just an abyss down below you. Uh, mm-hmm. And steel, steel kind of kind of slides on rocks, and so the mules are mm-hmm. climbing up those spots, uh, you know, kind of like a cat. And I look at that uphill shoulder and think happy thoughts, and for it's just not my time. Uh, so I've always <laughs> thought that uh, that that the hoof boots could be just a really really nice thing in areas like that. Um, but I, I've tried them before. And, you know, mules' feet are, are quite a bit different than horses' feet. In, in general, being a hybrid, you have variations, of course. Uh, but mules' hoofs uh, are typically more upright. They don't have that, side, that sideways flare that a horse hoof does okay. generally. So okay. the sidewalls are pretty, pretty darn vertical. And their heel bulbs are a little bit more pronounced. They're just different critters, which I think you know, those difference in, in, in hoof shapes. I think that's one of the reasons why they're like mountain goats. Um, but the, 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 the hoof boots that we've tried in the past, and the last time was probably a good four or five years ago in the before times before COVID. Um, and, and since the, the boots were made for that, that flare of the horse hoof, they, they kind of rotated and they caused, they caused rubs. Uh, I gotcha. They, yeah, they just didn't work. So went back to what I know does. So I tacked steel on their feet. Um, okay. And earlier this year, uh, the Scoot Boot Company out of Australia, I love their accents, by the way, um, they called me up and said, hey, we have a new boot that we came out, and we really think that it will work well for mules. And I don't know where they got the idea, but I'm into mules. So... <laughs> so they said you're the mule guy you know will you help us and i said i am honored to be called that i would love to um as evidently they don't have mules in tasmania um so okay it's your guys's loss you should you should bring some (laughs) um so Uh, i know uh, who can import them i know who can export them there there you go they just need they need they need they need to up their game, so to speak. Yeah. So they, the Scoopoot people very graciously uh, sent their rep uh, from Montana, um, from from Bozeman, where I got to spend a couple days when my truck froze up uh, going to Expos a couple years back. Um, uh, they flew her in, and we did 
what two two solid days of of fitting, uh, and it was it was the niftiest thing in the world um, to be around. You know, as much as I hate to say it, you know, people we we have our cliques. I think we can all agree to that. And sometimes people get really involved in in their group, and and the the barefoot people that I had run into in the past, not all of them, but a good portion were very into barefoot, to the point mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. if you put shoes on, you're 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 being terrible to your critters. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I don't know that you, I agree gonna... with that, but it's it's an opinion. Right. Um, right. But this lady, Karen, was her name is her name. Uh, she was just fabulous. And she was kind of, we, we, we shared uh, 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 the, the opinion that every tool has a place and shoes and boots are no different. Um, and so Karen, yeah, you know, I prefer barefoot, you know, what you're doing, you know, I, I think shoes definitely have their place. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to wear down their hoof. They need some type of hoof protection. We're not nothing of what we're doing is natural by any means. Um, and so she and nobody touches. You know, I've, I've been on the show often enough that you can probably get the idea that I'm kind of particular about about my mules. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a little bit. And a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Well, they're they're mm-hmm. my three four legged kids. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nobody touches my my mules. Uh, especially their feet, without my farrier being here, without Alex, um, and we 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 got the you know the, the the ground rules you know satisfied early on, and so Alex was here, my farrier, and Karen was here, the the hoof boot expert. It was so nifty to listen to both of them go back and forth with the explanations of what they were doing, what they were trying to accomplish, and they're both on the same page. They well, both want. The same. Yeah. Yes, it was just like I, I, I can't speak highly enough uh, of either of them or, or the company. Um, but so the measurements for, for, for the mules, if you just go by the measurements that they have listed on, on the Scoopoo web, website, Karen didn't think that we were going to get any fits at all um, just because, you know, the, their, their hoofs are so different in shape. We wound up getting excellent fits on two of the Bubba's and a good fit on on, on Coco. You know, my okay. miniature Wee Mule um, didn't think that we'd have a chance of that at all. Um, and so, you know, Karen of course went back to Montana and kind of did her thing and you know talking with the Scoop Boot Company about revising their 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 measurements you know, to more adequately reflect that mule's type foot, which I think is fabulous. Okay. Um, and so I've been been running the boots. Don't have a lot of miles on, probably less than, certainly less than 100 miles at this point. Uh, you know, take them out on the weekends, you know, during the week a little bit, in between everything else and, and hauling hay. <laughs> um, and and so, so, Gary, so the first time we went out, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm particular about my girls. You know, Karen, you know, we've been out about five minutes. Should we stop and check, make sure the boots aren't, 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 aren't shifting? <laughs> we should check. We should check. And it, 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 we need to give it just a little bit longer, Robert. All right. 
Five minutes. Hey, you know, it's been about 10 minutes, Karen. We should probably check and make sure they're not shifting. Robert, would you like to check the, the Fed? Yes, I would. <laughs> so I got <laughs> on it, and they didn't move. And, you know, I, now I feel a little bit better. So 15 minutes later, hey, it's been a little bit longer. Than the list, and I haven't even, uh, you know, tightened this fence yet. They, they haven't even warmed up that much yet. But I'm checking oh, wow. constantly. And, and Karen, is she was so kind, you know, just kind of nodded her head and smiled. Of course, Robert, check, check your girls. We know you love them. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. So, so we got through that ride. They did not move a bit. I mean, that fit was just lock, locked on there. Um, Good. Good. And, and in the previous, you know, or, or, or post that, they haven't moved anymore. You know, you put them on. It, it, my personal best is about 33 seconds. Yes, I time these things uh, <laughs> to get a boot on. Uh, so it does okay. take a minute. Um, All right. And if I and like I told Karen as well as the company, if I'm pulling a string, I'm probably not going to do this. But you know, for for me and for this year, um, you know, when it is mostly recreational riding, I think that's great. I have an extra 33 seconds per hoof of time to to put these shoes on and, and to kind of keep track of them. Uh, and so, but. You know, I, I checked them before and after each ride, and there's been no rubbing, um, nothing. So, again, cautiously optimistic. A, a couple rides and, and and a few miles do not make, um, you know, a, a successful experiment, just like an appetizer doesn't make for a good meal. Uh, but so far, so good. Uh, so good. You know, I just I, – I just – I just, you know, obviously I'm excited about it. Um, and if I don't need, if I can go without shoes, I'm all for it. Um, you know, just the idea of poking the holes in the hoofs has just never really sat with me that well, uh, especially if my critters don't need corrective shoeing. I guess I guess we could call it that. It, it, you know, just like some of us wear um, arch supports or have corrective uh, inserts in our shoes, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of horses and, and mules need that corrective shoeing to, to balance them out. Um, but if we don't have those needs, why poke the holes in their feet is kind of what I'm thinking. Um, and how can we uh, accommodate that hoof protection uh, while at the same time, like I said, not poke the holes in and, and cause other, other issues. Uh, so cautiously optimistic. Uh, but and, and and I just kind of like the idea of of the uh, of the rubber sneakers for for ponies anyway. So okay, well you know it'll be good to be able to keep up with what's going on with that and and find out how with a little more testing that you feel about this and hopefully you'll have found something that works great for your mules. That would be a great exactly. Thing. You know, that and you know everybody thing. has different different needs, uh, different concerns. Uh, but for me and, and for this year, um, so far so good. It's, and, and it's kind of nifty to, to see, to just look and examine the differences in hoof shape. Uh, it's not something that, 
you know, I, I think we, we don't think about on a regular basis, but when you, you know, you spend that extra 10 minutes and, and just kind of check that out, it's, it's kind of nifty how, how they have the different shapes and, and a little bit different way of going. Yeah, yeah. Well, Robert Eversole, it is always so much fun to talk with you. I, I will make a suggestion to you. Yeah. And that, that suggestion is is that next month, next month is what, August? It's August uh, already. Man, it's Can you August. believe that? <clears throat> no, I can't. But uh, but next month, you need to come up with some kind of a cool recipe for Bobby Bell, because I know she lives to find out about your food. <laughs> Bobby, we talked about it last month, and I said I would have a recipe. I did get my stove out, my, my camp stove, uh, okay. and that's as far as she got. <laughs> so, All right. Well, that's right. okay. Homework, homework, homework for yeah. next month is is a great recipe for Bobby Bell when you come back. And I know the rest of the world loves to hear what you're going to be cooking up. So anyway, Fair always enough. fun, always fun to talk to you and really looking forward to seeing you in September back down here in Tennessee. So that's going to be a ton of fun. Excellent. So, all right. Talk to you in August, my friend. Thank All you right. so much. Sa- safe travels. All right. Thanks. 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 We're going to listen to Texas is a Woman. It's a great song by the Hennensons. And we'll be back in just a moment with Bobby Bell today on Saddle Up America. Thanks, Robert. Chasing wide open spaces Can't put a cage on its heart I thought I had him But as it happened I had no chance from the start But somehow he's bound His boots on the ground
Today, the song is Texas is a Woman. And Bobby Bell, I'm telling you what, Robert Eversole is always so much fun to have on the show because you never know where we're going to go with him. But uh, I enjoyed the heck out of visiting with Cowboy Dan today, didn't you? Oh, yes. He was he was great fun. Yeah, and yes. uh, and, and love, love his music. <laughs> You know, I wasn't familiar with him at all. And then when you announced he would be the guest, I thought, Dan, Cowboy Dan, Cowboy Dan, where did I see? And then I remembered that you had shared a video of a gentleman talking with his mom uh, with a fireplace kind of in between them. And she was a little bit older. And I knew you were kind of thinking about your mom. And it made me think about my 99-year-old mom when I was watching the video. And when I went to his Facebook page and I saw, oh, that's the gentleman, that's Cowboy Dan. Oh, and see, Gary Holt liked this. And then I'm going down through Dan's Cowboy Dan's Facebook page, and it's like you were liking every single thing that he put up there since for the last three months. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize that. Gary Holt has been here. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't realize that. But Well, you know, Rex, uh, uh, what is it, Rick Huff? Is it Rick Huff? Rick Huff. Mm-hmm. Rick Huff did a yes. did a great uh, uh, review on on his album in the Western Way a few months ago. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, uh, of course, he is now Cowboy Dan is now a member of the International Western Music Association and the Tennessee chapter. And so, we're tickled to well, have him as part of wonderful part of our Western music family. But uh, yeah, it was a ton of fun. And and I'm telling you what, I love talk like you're from the South because we all love saying, bless your heart, darling. Bless your heart, darling. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, a lot of fun. Well, next week we've got uh-huh. on the show Riders in the Skies, Too Slim, and Ranger Duck. And it is going to be so much fun having these guys back and we'll be sharing music from the new CD, Throw a Saddle on a Star. And what a great name. Yeah, that like is that. a great album name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and actually Ranger Doug wrote a lot of the songs, I think most of the songs. Oh, on this, wonderful. Uh, on this album as well. So, uh no, he's got some other well-known writers on there like Bob Nolan and Stuart Hamblin and and our buddy sure. Gary McMahon. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. anyway, it's a great album. So we'll have a big time visiting with uh, Ranger Doug and Too Slim. And then we're going to be going to Idaho on Saddle Up America and visiting with the Zimmermans, Matt and Stacy Zimmerman, who have just put on Mustang Mania 
uh, out in Idaho. So we'll be talking with them and catching up about all the events that happened with Mustang Mania. And uh, it's going to be a great visit with them. So it's going to be a great show next week on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network's Campfire Cafe in Saddle Up America. And what is happening with Miss Bobby Bell and Out West and uh, Rendezvous with the Writer and, and your stuff? Well, we have a lot going on. Um, we are excited that we will, Jim and I, have made reservations to be able to see Gone with the West um, as their maiden tour continues in Santa Fe on Sunday, uh, July 23rd. Um, the day before that, July 22nd, is National Day of the Cowboy, and um, Jim and I will emcee a wonderful program that we are doing um, along, sponsored by the International Western Music Association's New Mexico chapter that we're calling Celebrate National Day of the Cowboy through Story and Song. We're doing things a little bit differently. The first hour, we've invited three award-winning New Mexico authors to do about a 10-minute presentation each on the subject that they want to talk about. Melody Groves just won a Spur Award for her book on Billy the Kid, and she's going to talk about Billy. Johnny D. Boggs, nine-time Spur Award winner, um, he's going to talk about trail drives, stampedes, and kind of the cowboy life. And then uh, Don Bullis, who is an award-winning New Mexico historian, is going to talk about Rustlin. And, um, and it's all of these conversations will be based on New Mexico history. And after each 10-minute presentation, Jim Jones will sing a song that relates directly to that talk. And then the second hour is all um, Jim Jones with Mariam, uh, per, you know, performing music. And we've got opportunity drawings. We're also using this as a fundraiser. So this has been in the works. Um, we began to imagine it last fall, and um, we're excited. We're going to be the place that you'll remember, the Best Western. That's the location yeah, where this yeah. will happen on uh-huh. Saturday the 22nd. And um, so that's kind of the big thing on our plate, along with, of course, our weekly Rendezvous with a Writer author interview show um and so that's what happens tonight and we've we're almost booked through the end of the year and we celebrate our first anniversary with the first show in august we will have been on the air oh wow 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 well uh congratulations on that i'm sorry still for the loss of our friend that uh, created that event for you, but happy that it's going on. And man, I can't believe it's been a year. Can't believe. Yeah, we think about yes, we think about Jim Christina with every show and with every author. Some of our authors uh, have were with us originally on the writer's block, and um, we keep up those relationships, which is just so precious. And yeah. We like to think that we're keeping Jim's legacy alive a little bit in the continuation of the show, even though it's in a different under a different name. It's in the same same time slot on LA Talk Radio Thursday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific time, and it's it's we always feel it's kind of here in the room with us. Yeah, kind of kind of watching over you. Well, I do want mm-hmm. to mention real quick. You mentioned that you're going to be going to see uh, Gone with the West. And uh, that is a new supergroup that's been formed by my wife, Mary Kay Holt, Myrna Lewis, the Barefoot Fiddler, 
uh, Mickey Furman and Tisha Hedden. And they are now gone with the West, and they're going to be leaving on tour next week, I think, and headed to Oklahoma and Texas and Colorado and New Mexico. And uh, and I think, Bobby, that we're going to be doing a Facebook Live from a ranch in Texas on the National Day of the Cowboy. For those Fabulous. Folks. So that should be kind of fun. But uh, a lot of mm-hmm. stuff that's going on and a lot of exciting things that are happening. Uh, the International Western Music Association Tennessee chapter is going to be back at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville on August the 2nd. And uh, I'll be hosting that show, but we'll have Judy Fisher, Bobby Marquez, Ranger Doug, and Rex Allen Jr. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I think that's a 9 o'clock show on Wednesday night, August the 2nd, at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, any kind of closing thoughts today, Miss Bobby? I have a summertime thought. This is a quote by Shanti. At the end of the day, your feet should be dirty, your hair messy, and your eyes sparkling. Happy summertime. Wow. Wow. Well, I think my hair is messy and my eyes sparkling. I'm not sure about my dirty feet. but <laughs> Anyway, listen, thank you all for joining us today for the Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up America. Tune in on Saturday for Live from Nashville. And uh, we're going to close out this show today with another song. This one is from Rex Allen, Jr., Rex Allen, his dad, and Roy Rogers. It's one called Last of the Silver Screen Cowboys. Thanks for listening. The last of the silver screen cowboys of a fast dying breed cattle a grazing six guns a blazing God knows this is what America still needs the last of the silver screen cowboys standing tall for what he believes
Silver screen cowboy. 